Welcome to Norm, a Cheers podcast. We're co-hosting a weekly discussion of the television show Cheers, which aired on NBC from 1982 to 1993. We're your hosts, Marlene Stimmy and Andy Blaker. How is it going this evening, Andy? Hey, I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. We're getting into an episode that I quite enjoy, so I'm especially excited about that. This is episode 18 of season six of Cheers. It is Let Sleeping Drakes Lie. It was written by David Lloyd, directed by James Burroughs, and it aired on February 18th, 1988. Even though it aired in February, I always forget this because I think it has sort of a springtime feel that takes me back hmm. to that era in time. There's just something about it that's spring-like. just wanted to add that. I can see that. So the log line is that Rebecca stops by Evan Drake's house when Norm is painting the bedroom while Mr. Drake is in Europe on business. When Mr. Drake returns unexpectedly from Europe, Norm hides Rebecca in the closet and then has to devise increasingly ridiculous scenarios to sneak her out of the house. Meanwhile at the bar, Sam tries to impress a patient of Fraser's that he, Sam, thinks is a woman that Fraser said was irresistibly drawn to men that dance. We start with a teaser that really is related to the story and theme. This idea of men, I think, in uniform kind of fits what happens with Sam. But in this, Cliff is expounding his theory that women are irresistibly drawn to men in uniform. And of course, he is positing himself as mm -hmm. one of these irresistible men. And he just, I think his behavior is not dissimilar to Sam's with the dancing to some degree, <laughs> the way he's describing this. So he's talking about a woman on his route that pulled the shades down so that he would wonder what she was doing behind the shades. She's trying to be coy with him, basically. And then Carla swings by and says, let me dispel the mystery. She was puking. <laughs> so Cliff is essentially tired of Carla just waiting around, he says, and taking cheap shots at him. So he announces from that moment on, he's not going to give her the opportunity. He is keeping his mouth shut and shutting his trap. So everybody applauds at this announcement. <laughs> and Cliff says, and my friends support me. That's right. And Carla kind of wryly smiles. So that is the teaser. What did you think of it? I enjoyed the teaser. If only it were true, right? But <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this one. It's certainly a long time coming, so. No, that's true. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. yeah. It's a good little cliff part of the story because he doesn't have, you know, a whole lot in the episode. He's part of the bar, but it's not a story mm -hmm. about him. So it adds him in, and then I do like the, the fact that it has to do with this, you know, these men that think these women find them irresistible when they're in uniform. Right. So we start, Frasier is at the bar, and it's, did you get the sense it's kind of early morning at some point? Like, it's definitely before lunch, but I noticed a lot of this episode seems to take place, like, in the fairly early daytime, but everybody is at the bar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you almost wouldn't know it. I mean, <laughs> unless you really pick up on it, you're right, though. No. Yeah. So Fraser is telling everyone that he had a fascinating session that morning with a beautiful woman that is aroused to a sexual frenzy by men that dance. And as he's telling this, no one is really interested in his story until he mentioned the sexual frenzy part. When he says he has a fascinating session, everybody ignores him. So he yeah. talks about this woman. <laughs> and then everybody wants to hear what he has to say. And he says that the woman will catapult herself into the arms of any man in tights or tap shoes. And as he you know, starts to tell this... He orders a beer from Woody, and then it, she shortly thereafter says he has to leave. So he leaves a full beer, which always puzzles me why they do this. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I notice that a, a lot, lot of now. fresh drinks sitting around. 
Um, and they ask where he's going. And he says he has to get to his ballet class. <laughs> I love that. That was timed. This is the thing with this episode. Everything is timed so well. And mm-hmm. that is certainly no ex- exclusion. He says to get to my ballet class. So he says, no, no, he's going to lunch. But he says that one of his professors said, if you can't laugh at your patients, what fun are they? <laughs> so I like Fair fun Frasier. I yeah. really do. I think that that's, it's, that's inter- he's entertaining when he's in that. He's entertaining always, but particularly when he's in that sort of like fun, you know, fun mode, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's the setup for the dancing storyline. As Fraser is leaving, Norm comes in dressed in his painter's garb. So I would just say like one thing I noticed throughout this episode is that in the bar scenes, you have like one character going out as another one comes in. It's almost like they're just exchanging scenes. And I really liked that too, because there's a part later when I think Norm leaves as Sam's coming in. So it's kind of like the stories are just passing back and forth. Mm-hmm. I thought that was well done. Yeah, I think so. So Norm comes in, dressed in his white painter's garb, as Rebecca is coming out of her office, and she's complaining about the corporation. So we've heard her complain before, but she's, you know, complains a little bit more each time, it seems like. <laughs> and she has to get some figures in to the board, basically. Norm's at the bar, starting his beer. He tells her that he's starting to paint Mr. Drake's house, and he thanks her for the recommendation. So I thought that that was a nice little... I think the whole episode is a nice nod to their friendship that started in Paint Your Office. I know. I always find myself thinking back to that episode now. Like, they have this own special little bond or mm-hmm. something between them. They because do. they had so much of an episode together, and here he is in his painter's clothes and everything. And now, you know, he wants to take her out on a job site or whatever. And yeah. they just have their own little com- camaraderie thing going on. Yeah, I really like that. So Norm tells her he's started painting um, the bedroom. Mr. Dick's out of town, so he's doing prep work in the bedroom. And he throws in, I must say, that's a cute photo of you that he has next to his nightstand there. <laughs> yeah. That was great. And she, yeah, and she believes him for a second. I was like, oh, just kidding. That was fun. That was really good. So he and Cliff are laughing at Norm's cleverness. And she's annoyed, but I think she appreciates the joke. You know, I was in good fun in their friendship. Mm-hmm. So Norm says by himself, and as you said, he invites her to come over to the job site to check out the house. And she says no, kind of on grounds of propriety. You know, she's like, no, I couldn't. And Carla tells her to go on. You're dying to look in his drawers. And then she's like, that's right. He won't be there. So she says, the set's up. Rebecca's saying that the last thing on her mind is Evan Drake and where he sleeps. And that she has to get the figures that they want into the bed of directors. Board of directors, she corrects herself. <laughs> that was just all so well played. Like, she's hilarious yeah. saying that. But just the whole setup of her coming out of the office, I think... Talking about these, like the, how the, the board of directors wants the, you know, it's just everything worked really well with the conversational aspects of that scene, I think. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other thoughts on that? No, I think I, as you said, it just, it all flows so smoothly together. It feels like it's just very smooth and well-written and well done here. Yeah. Rebecca tells Norm she'll be at Mr. Drake's house in an hour. Meanwhile, a woman comes in. She's looking for Frazier. She had a session with him that morning. And Sam is immediately interested. He starts dancing as he's moving glasses from the tables to the bar. <laughs> and then he throws his leg up on the bar to stretch his calf. <laughs> and this is where he's like, he's like, so what does he say about dance? Something, I must dance. It's like, gotta must dance. dance. Gotta <laughs> dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that whole thing. Yeah. And so he, you know, he tells the woman, because she's like, what are you doing? He tells her he's a dancer. You know, he's escorting her. Or what is it? Like waltzing her to the door. And Woody says that like what Sam's doing isn't right. Mm-hmm. and everybody agrees and then Woody says like standing around tending bar 
all day is the worst thing a dancer can do for his calves. <laughs> Carla's got a great follow-up line to that, too. Oh, yeah. Speaking of calves, she says, was it painful when the cow kicked you in the head? <laughs> that was like, a good, yeah. And then good. what does he respond? Something like, yeah, it was, or something. Like, Just you get used to it, I you think. You get used to it. Something yeah, like that. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Carla has something for everyone in this episode. She yeah. really does, like, get a good zinger in on just about everybody. Sam has made a lunch date with this woman, and then he also has a, a leg cramp from throwing his leg all around on the bar, which is, like, a nice little, I thought, a nice little nod to Sam's aging. Because at one point later, Carla tells him he's getting desperate with this behavior. Right. Him, so. Case in point. Case yeah. in point. All right. So at Mr. Drake's house, Norm is showing Rebecca the bedroom. <laughs> She's so sort of like nervous, but just in awe at the same time. Uh huh. Yeah. She's talking about how she shouldn't be there, but then she's still kind of like rolling across the bed. <laughs> I love how she is here. She's like, "Oh, it's wrong," and she's like, <laughs> like rolling into the pillows and like, "It's wrong." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love <laughs> yeah. it. I love it yeah. here. She's great. Mm-hmm. And he asks her if she wants to be alone. I think. Doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. She just sits upright. <laughs> And then she opens the closet door, which squeaks. So this introduces the the crux of the story, too, is the squeaky closet door, you know. And I like it's the, I, that it's this ridiculous little variable that she discovers at the outset. And she's worried that someone's heard it. She's worried about being caught because people, she says, always get caught in these situations. So it's almost like they're in a farce and they know it, except it's not made into that big of a right. fourth wall breaking deal. They're still in the story, but it's just... I don't know. It's almost like a little nod to how ridiculous it's going to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Norm is skeptical. He says, you know, Mr. Drake is in Europe and you don't come back unexpectedly from Europe. You come back unexpectedly from the movies or shopping, but you don't come back unexpectedly from Europe. And then we have a car door slam. <laughs> Which is it's just the sound effects, too. It's like the, you have the squeaky closet door, the car door slam, all of these very basic classic comedy mm-hmm. things, I think. So then Norm announces, it's Mr. Drake. He's back unexpectedly from Europe. There's just hilarious, something hilarious the way that he repeats that line. Like this whole episode has these repeated lines, I think, that just get funnier each time. So Norm shoves Rebecca into the closet when Mr. Drake announces that he's coming upstairs and he kicks her purse under the bed. Mr. Drake is saying all he wants to do is sleep. Mr. Drake's valet asks if he wants his pajamas and he opens the closet door. (laughs) Norm yells, no. And then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> covers by saying he thought he meant his pajamas yes and I was, at this point I said like this could be a play at this point like you're mm-hmm. already kind of understanding how this is going to go it's like you have these four characters of which only two know what's really going on you know in the plot right so Mr. Drake tells Norm to leave says he's a light sleeper and Norm yells, like, so you're a really light sleeper, sir. And she's just screaming this. And Mr. Drake says he has excellent hearing. And Norm yells that most light sleepers do. So it makes them light sleepers. And then he just kind of stands there for a second and then just turns and leaves. There's yeah. just something hilarious about that, too. It's like he didn't know how to exit, so he just left. And I love how um, Drake and Grayson, who's kind of like the butler, whatever, manservant Mm -hmm. or whatever, just kind of look at each other like, they're just like thoroughly confused, you Mm -hmm. know, what was that all about? Right, right. And then they cut to Rebecca, who's left hiding in the closet. Mm -hmm. And then back at Cheers, everyone is questioning Norm leaving Rebecca in the closet. 
<laughs> but it's like that's the next line. They're like, so you just left her in the closet, and like that continues through the most of the rest of the episode. Oh yeah, yeah. So you just left her in the closet. Sam said she'd be back if she got in the way, and tells Norm he has to get her out of there. So Cliff tells Norm to think of it as an adventure. Rebecca is the damsel in distress, and Norm is the knight in shining white armor, leaping on his steed. And then Carla swings by and adds, and driving it into the ground up to its knees. <laughs> so that's like at least the third person that she's zinged uh-huh. in this so episode. Yeah. yeah. And this is when Sam is getting ready for his lunch, and Carla, or Cliff says the behavior is beneath him. And at some point, she tells Sam he's getting kind of desperate. But Cliff is telling him that all he needs, all he, Cliff, needs to pick up women is a wink and a smile, and Carla adds, and a rag doused with chloroform. It's <laughs> another good one. Love that line. Yeah. She's batting a thousand, I think, with this. Yeah. So Sam swings over the bar, like jumps up on the bar and swings his legs over. He's wearing leg warmers <laughs> and dances out the door. And then we cut back to Norm. He runs into Mr. Drake's room, talks about the ceiling has a crack in it. And it, you know, it extends all the way into the closet and that the room, you know, he's afraid for the structure of the house, basically. And then he opens the closet door and Grayson closes it behind him. And then Norm is ta- he sees that Rebecca's still in there, basically. And then Norm is talking about the paint fumes making him giddy because Mr. Drake is wondering what's wrong with him. Norm says that he needs to go into the closet and like just make sure that the, the paint cans, it doesn't need to like, tighten the lids on the paint uh-huh. cans. That's what he wants yeah. to do. So in the closet, <laughs> Rebecca tells Norm that if Mr. Drake finds her in there, he's going to fire her, hate her, and never, ever want to be her boyfriend. <laughs> I love her delivery of that line. Mm-hmm. She gets into that that weepy, like her voice cracks kind of thing that she does when she's yep. so emotional. Yep. Yeah. So Norm says he's going to go. He's going to leave the door open a little bit so she can get out. And then he gives her some potato chips to feed her, basically, while she's mm-hmm. in there. So then as he leaves, Grayson closes the closet door. And Rebecca is stuck back in there. She crawls into one of Mr. Drake's like plastic suit bags. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is clever. I'm stopping to muffle the sound of the, her eating the chips. Mm-hmm. So then back at Cheers, people are still asking. So you just left her in the closet. And Frazier tells Norm that he's probably being too logical. This is an interesting sort of psychological phenomenon that Frazier is bringing into this. He tells him an outrageous lie would be more believable. And Carla compliments Frazier on his brilliant idea. And he said something like, you know, if you, what does he say? Like, you've had a lot of brilliant ideas, but this is your most brilliant or something to that effect. Oh, yeah, really hamming it up for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frazier is very flattered. And then Carla tells Woody, like, see, it works. Bonehead bought it. <laughs> so there's, like, Frazier down. She's cut down just about everybody at yep. this point. There's nobody left now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Norm leaves again. <laughs> I don't think we've seen him go in and out of cheers quite this much in the past. <laughs> On his way out, Norm runs into Sam. So Sam's coming in, Norm's leaving. It's a lot of like, just the motion, like the constant people in motion in this episode. And Sam asks where he's going and Norm tells him he's got to get Rebecca out of the damn closet. And then Sam again says the key line, you just left her in the closet? (laughs) He just lunges at him then. He does. Love that. Is it, I mean, is it me or is that funnier every time they bring it up? Just the way that they write that line in there so many times. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I liked, I like how they, yeah, the repetitive nature of it and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's just increasingly baffled. Like, you know, what was he supposed to do, you know? And everyone's down on it. it yeah, yeah. It works. Sam comes in. He asks Frazier about the beautiful woman he treated. And Frazier reveals that he treated two beautiful women that morning. Um, and the second one he treated for pyromania. 
And you could kind of tell that Sam is like processing in his head, like what he thinks pyromania is like sort of, that's what it looks like to me at least. He's like, Mm -hmm. isn't that? And then there's a fire engine or, you know, a siren sound. Sam races back to his apartment. So apparently he got the pyromaniac and not the dancing fanatic. With the bucket of ice. Right. I like that whole thing, you know. (laughs) That's right. He came in for ice. Bucket of ice will help. Might as well take this with me. Yeah. So back in Mr. Drake's, Rebecca leaves the closet and sees her person under the bed. And then so she ends up hiding under the bed when Mr. Drake wakes up. At this point, she's under the bed. Norm comes in screaming about how killer bees are coming this way from Mexico. And so he goes into the closet. He sees Rebecca isn't there. And then he just notes that the bees must be gone. And from under the bed, Rebecca grabs his legs. <laughs> so he cries out, bee sting. There, somehow, somehow Norm can do this. Like George Went can pull off this farcical caper, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great in this. We'll talk about this more at the end. But mm. I think there's an extra layer with him being the guy that's, you know, the fall guy or whatever you want to call him. Right. Here. Mr. Drake asks what's going on, and he says, if he doesn't sleep, he's going to die. I'm going to take you with me. I got to say, I, <laughs> I do like I do like Tom Skerritt's acting here with being so tired and increasingly desperate and angry mm-hmm. about not being able to sleep. I thought, I liked how they, they did that. I do, too. I, yeah. I do. And then he, it's, he gets increasingly desperate and angry, and then... In a bit, he gets just kind of like loopy and doesn't care anymore. Exactly. It's just a perfect to progression. That point. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so he's just this like, he's like this upper class everyman. It's like very unaware of what's really happening. He's just, it, yeah, he's playing it to perfection. So Norm is going to tell Mr. Drake what's really going on. And he says it's personal. He asked Grayson to leave. So Mr. Drake is listening in misery basically to norm tell him that he was born poor he's always he's never going to be a rich man but this wouldn't matter if he could do something symbolic and he's trying to think of what he's going to do and right. mr drake is like lying there listening to him <laughs> he's a symbolic thing he comes up with is to carry a rich man across the lawn in his pajamas and just the way this is all shot because you could see like the two of them by the bed and then you see rebecca under the bed mr drake pops up when norm says that and then Rebecca, who's been like sort of sitting upright listening to see what Norm's going to say, and it's like drops her head down and just like face palms right, <laughs> underneath right. the bed. <laughs> so, and then Mr. Drake reaches for Norm's forehead to feel the lobotomy scar, he says. And Norm is taking Mr. Drake's hand and kissing it. <laughs> it's just, it's so well filmed. Like the two of them at the bed, again, like with Rebecca underneath it, it's just comedy gold, in my opinion. <laughs> So Mr. Drake makes Norm give him his solemn oath as a crazy person. If he lets him do this, Norm is going to let him sleep. So Norm picks up Mr. Drake, carries him out of the room in his arms. (laughs) I would love to see outtakes of this, of them filming this. Man, blooper reels would be great here. And I think, is this the point when he compliments him for being firm for his age? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's just got, he's got him in his arms. He's got these little bed slippers on. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just the comparison. Norm's kind of this, you know, big guy and, you know, Tom Skerritt's not. And he's just mm-hmm. like holding him like a kid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love how, like, you said he's stalling. He's trying to think of what he's turning the wheels in his head, trying to figure out what he's going to say to come up with. Yeah. And this is what it is. And I just love that. I don't know something about it. I just love that that's what he came up with. You it's know? just ridiculous, but it's like he it's had to so say ridiculous. something, so he came up yeah. with something. Yeah. 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 So Rebecca starts to crawl out from under the bed. And then we don't see what happens, but 
Norm comes back in. He puts Mr. Drake in the bed. And he notices that the bed has been made. So Grayson had come in and made the bed when they left. Mm-hmm. Norm looks under the bed. Rebecca kind of smiles. <laughs> does a little wa- I love that wave she does. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, because at that point, it's like she's not really worried anymore. It's just so ridiculous. She's like, I'm still here. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. She's not panicked or anything like no, she was. Like, she's just like, what will happen what will happen. will happen. Like, say la vie. Like, this is my life now. <laughs> yes, yes. So Norm says he's going to tell Mr. Drake the truth. And at that point, Rebecca, I think, bites his leg to stop him. Yeah. And Norm screams. <laughs> Mr. Drake is alarmed again. And Norm says he's just clearing his lungs. He just leaves You ought to do again. that before you go to sleep. Right. That's what he says. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's out of that noise again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we turn around. It's morning. Rebecca is now painting. This is another one of my little favorite parts. Rebecca is now painting the underside of the bed because one of the, I guess one of the paint cans was like left outside the bed. So she's just like there painting the underside of the bed. And Norm climbs through the window on a ladder. No, wait. Okay. You said it's morning. I think it's morning. Isn't I it? didn't pick up that, that this was like any significant amount of time later. Maybe I'm wrong. It just looked like, it, like you hear the birds tweeting and it just, I don't know what, why hmm. it just looked like it was morning. Maybe it's not. Cause I always wonder like, didn't she have to go to the bathroom? Which I know is not the point of the story, but no, right. It may I have didn't been pick sooner. up on that, but who, I mean, that could that's be, true. It may have been much left sooner. Vague. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he wouldn't just leave her in there overnight, I guess, but it just seemed like a dewy misty morning. Maybe I made that up in my mind, but at any rate, whether it's morning or not, yeah. <laughs> Norm comes back. Rebecca's painting the underside of the bed. Norm climbs through the window. He's climbed up a ladder. And he says that his dream was to have his friends know that he'd carried a rich man across the lawn in his pajamas, but they didn't believe him when he went back and told them. So he has this little cadre of his friends outside, and he would like Grayson to join them to fill out the troops. So Mr. Drake barely protests. (laughs) He just says, like, this is not happening. As he lets Norm pick him up, and he places his arms around Norm's neck <laughs> as Norm carries him. I do want to point out real quick, I think yes. it's this bit when um, you see Rebecca under the bed and Norm's come in and she's doing the walking with her fingers, like her two fingers walking. I, was that when she bit him earlier? I can't remember. I think it was, I, think I thought it, it was after the bite or maybe it was in that same scene. I'm not sure. Because I think the painting is when he comes in this time. That's what I remember her doing okay. when he came in is that she's got the paintbrush and she's just painting. He, yeah, she was. This must have been earlier. But I liked that, too, where she's just like, like yeah. you know, walking the fingers, you know, like like mm-hmm. she's almost out of her own mind, too. Like, this is what I want to do, you know. It is. It's like she's yeah. again, like you said, she's not worried anymore. She's no. just kind of bored. Like she has to entertain herself in her new life <laughs> under the bed. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to point out that little bit. I just that is all those good, little moments that yeah. you almost could miss if the camera weren't right on her. I really enjoyed those. Mm-hmm. I did too. That's a good one. Mr. Drake in Norm's arms asks if there will be any more bees. <laughs> <laughs> and he sounds like almost like he's in some sort of fever dream. Yeah. Any more yeah. bees? <laughs> will there be any more bees? <laughs> As though they were real, like in the first right. place. Almost, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah, and then Norm says in that kind of babying voice, like, oh, no, no, you shut your eyes now. All gone, all gone. <laughs> it's so true. Oh, good, oh. it's good. Nobody has any pride at this point. It's okay, no. though. They're going to solve the problem. That's what matters. So outside, Sam is organizing everyone on the lawn, and Norm walks, and he's like, <laughs> I think it's Sam that's like, oh, yes, bravo, bravo, or something uh-huh. as they walk by. Yep. 
and Norm walks through the group carrying Mr. Drake. <laughs> Cliff engages Grayson in conversation, so he kind of pulls him out of the way, you know, mm-hmm. to the side. And then you see Rebecca in the background climbing down the ladder. And then Sam, yes. Carla, Woody, and Frazier run and get Rebecca and run off. I love that the whole gang was in the end was involved in the rescue. I know. That was, that was so good. cool. Yeah. I loved this ending scene. Mm-hmm. I got to say, everything about it, the fact that it's you're kind of far back, you know, you see her descending the ladder. Yeah. Everyone runs to almost get her. And then I, yeah. I don't know. I just this last little bit. There's no anything. She the moment she's off the ladder, she just bolts. They <laughs> all know, like they off. almost like Sam and Fraser almost just kind of like lift her the last rung, and then they're all just like yep. run. Just, I don't know something about that. I don't, I don't know what else they would have done, but right. I just. I don't know. I love how they did that. And then they leave the ladder there, of course. Yeah. And... It's kind of childlike almost. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I don't know. I thought it was fun and playful. Like they they, yeah. they get her down and then they just scamper off <laughs> together. Yeah. There's no like, you know, at the bottom of the ladder, she, you know, brushes herself off. No, none of that. They just she like just goes. Get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought about that whole scene, the whole, you see everything that happens. Yeah. I, thought it was a fantastic ending and you can watch it several like i have because it's like you can see her coming down the ladder and see them going to get her like little bits in that but then you also have cliff that's getting grayson and starting to talk to him and norm is still carrying mr drake like over to the side you know it's just every bit of it is is so funny and well timed yeah and it's it's kind of an unusual shot too because you know you have this exterior of this big kind of mansion or whatever right? right it's not a normal scene that we would have seen much before in the show so but I think it really worked. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I do too. In fact, I think the entire, you know, so much of that and that being the main storyline takes place outside of the bar, but it really works. I mean, of course you have like two main characters and then one that's a, you know, somewhat like semi-regular guest star, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it still just works very well. And I think the fact that they're coming back into the bar, like Norm is coming back and telling what happened and then they all go at the end. Mm-hmm. It just adds to that. It just yeah. sort of brings it back in the bar and then they go back to the house. And it just, yeah. it doesn't seem like it's breaking up that story in my opinion. No, no, it does work really well. And as I said earlier, mm-hmm. everything just seems to really flow rather smoothly mm-hmm. and, yeah, I mean, we talked in previous episodes about how, you know, oh, sometimes when you set so much of the action outside the bar, it doesn't always work as well as, you know, we would like. We, right. we seem to prefer the the in-bar scenes and everything with everyone involved. But in this case, again, maybe it is because it's so much a showcase for Norm and for Rebecca. It just, it plays really well, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. And... I like that, like, really all of it is layered in a comical way because, like, after a while, Rebecca has her own comedy going on under the bed, and then Norm and Evan Drake are kind of carrying on, like, at bed level, but they're almost just, like, the layers, you know, and then you have Grayson in the side mm-hmm. getting excited about being sort of the enforcer of these rules, you know? <laughs> so, I don't know. I just think that they, there's a lot going on, like, a lot of little, like, character things going on there that are a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And then we mentioned that it's a good follow-up, I think, to Paint Your Office, including Norman and Rebecca's really friendship. Is. This is just a whole, yeah, it's a whole nother deepening chapter in their friendship. And I, I, I kind of referenced this earlier, but with Norm, I mean, I don't really know who else you could have done this with. Obviously, he's the painter. It, it sets it up perfectly. Yeah. But I think there's something added with him. You know, he is 
you know, not, not that he's like thrilled with it, but he is more than willing to make a complete fool of himself right. to try to help her out, you know? And yeah. There's just some level about it here. He's, he's just so affable and everything. And he comes up with these increasingly bizarre, he's just desperate to try to help her out. And he'll yeah. do it to the point of, he'll be like, I have no shame left. I'll do whatever <laughs> it takes to get her out of here, you know? Right. And I don't know. I just, there's something so wholesome almost about, about that. You know? There really is. And he's improvising, and he's not improvising particularly well, but he's still right. getting the job done. Like, he still yeah. keeps trying. And I, I think wholesome is a good word for the whole thing, you know, for, like, that entire plot of the episode. Like, the other plot, of course, not that wholesome, was Sam and right. the woman. So it's almost a contrast between the stories. It's almost like a bedroom farce that really is about a bedroom. Like, it's not yeah. about any sort of, like... No. comical sexual exploits or the people switching around you know like that kind of thing that you think of like a bedroom farce as being or like yada fools you know what the intentions of one party right. are or not it really is like an innocent bedroom farce that's just about that bedroom yeah exactly so it's kind of a play on that too uh, rather yeah. brilliant actually yeah do you have any other thoughts i mean i feel like there's a lot here to mine but there is a lot and i mean you know like you said it's 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 pretty easy and quick to kind of just describe everything that happens because it really is just very you know boom 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 Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to think i i love rebecca here i think she's great yeah um how she kind of just goes right along with you know hey because because norm in the beginning is kind of the one who offers hey i'm painting the office or his bedroom here you're not home you want to come over and she barely puts up a fight and, you know, goes along she's, with yeah, it. Yeah, and she's like, that's not right. And not like she's going to do anything wrong, but she's like, no, yeah. that's not right. And then she's, she's she too curious. She can't gets, turn it yes. down, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, ends up paying for it. But no, I, I just think everything is so good here. I think it's the two of them really carry the episode. And yet mm-hmm. Sam also does a good job in his kind of little B plot, you know, as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, no, I just I think everything works really well here together, and it's it's a lot of fun. I watched this one three different times, mm-hmm. maybe four different times actually, because um, it grew on me actually each time. I liked it from the very beginning, but it mm-hmm. grew on me as you see more and appreciate the layers and everything. So, very very strong episode. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's it too. It's like you can watch it, and it's just like it's so much fun that you can yeah. just enjoy it, and then like notice new little fun details every time with the exactly. characters too. A lot of fun. And then Carla, I mean, she's just, you know, she's in the scene at the end, so that, which kind of brings everybody into it, which I like, like we've discussed. But she has just, like, really not, you know, every line she has hits with her various little insults and comebacks mm-hmm. to people as well. I think that works really well. Right. Overall, I would say if I could have one Cheers writer write my life, the writer would be David Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. Because you get this sense, it's like toward the end, even though it's ridiculous, like you said, like Norm has no shame anymore. Rebecca is just trying to entertain herself at one point. She's not, Mm -hmm. doesn't have the sort of, you know, the moral propriety and then the embarrassment and then the, like all of that. She's just like, this is how it is. (laughs) I'm under the bed. I'm in the closet. I'm under the bed. And it, it just, I like that they're in this situation, but they're almost not entertained by it, but just kind of doing whatever they can do in that situation i don't know how to explain Mm -hmm. it i just think that that's a it's almost like again like they've been written into this life and so okay now we're in this we live in this bedroom now we have to figure out how to get out just they're they're in the acceptance stage right they're like all right here we go now it's kind of fun continue to get out here yeah 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 
what would be your rating for this episode? So, off, I mean, really, just automatically, I would give it a strong four. I think the dancing story is weaker, which it couldn't help but being because the, the primary story is so good on yeah, just right, every level. Right. I think the atypical bedroom farce makes up for that, though. And the performances in, the performances in that part of it, I think, ascend to a five. Like Norm and Rebecca, yeah, Mr. Drake and Gray, all of them. Like with the whole mix of it, I don't know. I mean, I'd say a very strong four. Mm-hmm. What what say you? I gave it a four as well. I thought okay. it was a very a fun episode. Just so much fun stuff here to unpack. Again, nothing I really haven't already said before. Um, I think it's definitely Rebecca and Norm that carry the episode. Yeah, their plot's the the master plot here. I can't really think of any criticisms, honestly. Like I said, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, the whole subject of farce, you know, we've seen farce to kind of a small degree in this show, right? I mean, right. it's not, they don't do a huge amount of, like, episodes that are all farce. Um, and this episode isn't really all farce either, but it relies a lot on it. And farce, I think we both kind of think can be a little tricky sometimes you know sometimes Mm -hmm. it works sometimes it doesn't i think it works really well here but there's so much that shines through that it's not just like oh you know we threw the cheers cast into a three's company episode or whatever. we we made it its own we kind of took it on its head and like you said made it made it the very definition of a quote-unquote bedroom farce you know Mm -hmm. and kind of turned the whole concept upside down so i i think that i think it's just got such great writing here i mean some of the lines and and the the dialogue and everything and Mm -hmm. it's not afraid to go in to venture into like just utter ridiculousness with some of what norm comes up with but right. you know what it commits to it right the whole it does. Him across the lawn it's like we're gonna do it we're gonna commit to it. it it's almost like you could actually see this happening on some level it's just mm-hmm. absurd enough that it works you know in terms of someone just desperate enough to like okay i gotta say anything here this guy's desperate to sleep he's almost out of his mind tired mm-hmm. he'll buy it if i just say it which is like you said he kind of does he's almost out of his mind and right you know, I don't well know. that's I the thing it works oh, you what i just think it works on all levels yeah. really yeah well that's the thing it's like it's almost inspiring even though it's ridiculous it's like the characters it's based on who they are as characters even though they're characters in a farce it's not like you said it's not like you've taken the cheers characters and put them in some scenario from another show it's right. like really their story it's just they're you know doing farce exactly um but they're both i mean especially george went and kirstie alley i think are particularly good at it but it is just the the way that this is handled that these things as ridiculous as they are it's like it's possible it works it's kind of inspiring like this might work in your life too if you find yourself in a similar situation yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Here's a guidebook, you know, for what you would do. So yeah. no, that's that's really it. Like I, I really, I don't know. It just, on a way, it feels believable, even though it's an extraordinary mm-hmm. situation. It almost feels completely believable about how these people might react in that in that situation. I agree. Yeah. That will do it for us today. You can find us on Facebook, Norm, a Cheers podcast, and on Twitter at Cheers underscore Norm. You can listen to or download old and new episodes at the usual places, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and Spotify. Leave us a like and comment and join in on our community there. Thanks so much for listening.